Most of you guys know that I'm a big believer in being healthy and eating healthy on the road. Well, sometimes your food can actually turn on you. Most of you guys know this. Most of you, we've heard a lot about gluten and some of the sugars and different things that can cause us problems. Well, today, we're going to talk to Anthony and Stacy Locascio. They've put a handbook out called Food as a Prescription. And I got to tell you guys, this is one of those real great short little reads that will help you guys immensely. Many people don't even know that they're dealing with a food allergy or something that's causing them to not feel good. Especially while you guys are on the road. You just don't you don't know, but if your joints are swollen, if you're if you're not feeling good, if you've got headaches, a lot of this can be caused by the decisions you guys are making with what you're doing to your body with food. And you guys know I'm a big nutrition guy and I want you guys to be healthy and take care of yourself. So today on Travel Evolve, we're going to talk about food as a prescription with some good guests. And we will uh, kind of delve into a little bit about how to get some of those bad products and bad things out of your body and put some more great things in your body on this week's edition. Well, I can't even talk today. On this week's edition of Travel Evolved. Food, you know, it's we all use it. We obviously, it's it's a fuel. It's what gets us through the day. But sometimes we tend to have habits that cause food to be more than just what we need. Let's be honest. All of us in America, especially, we got some bad habits. We've got things that we eat, things that we again that we do on a daily basis that we know aren't good for us. Food is one of those things. Now, I'm a big, as you guys know, I'm a big believer. In nutrition, there's certain things that I I eat and things, many things that I don't eat, but I don't have issues with things like gluten and a lot of those food allergies that I know of, right? I mean, I know maybe I do, I just never really think about it. But today we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how to use food as a prescription, and I've got some guests coming on that are going to help us kind of go into that. But before we do, I just want to kind of bring that out. You guys are on the road. I've mentioned in other different social media things that I've done. We're certainly going to delve into it here on Travel Evolved and many, many episodes to come that being a healthy traveler is just as important, in my opinion, as being a happy traveler. You can't be happy if you don't feel good. So, you know, again, what we're doing and how we eat, and especially those of you guys that are working your fannies off in these hospitals, many of you guys don't even get breaks. Sometimes I've, I've been told repeatedly that I I did a 12-hour shift and I wasn't even you know they clocked me out for 30 minutes but I actually didn't wasn't able to take a break. So what do you guys do? You either run down to the cafeteria or you grab something fast and and potentially yucky on your way home because you need it. You're hungry. I get it. And then you you know you you get back home. 
We're going to talk a lot in future episodes about meal prep. I think it saves you a ton of money. Fast food, by the way, and and eating out is really, really expensive. But for today's discussion, we're going to talk about some of the things that's actually hurting your body. And it can hurt your body. Again, I'm not a, I, I'm, I don't know an awful lot about how food is processed right now. I don't eat a lot of processed food. But I do know, and I think we all do, that things have changed over the last couple of decades as to how our food is processed for us to buy in a store, also to buy in a restaurant. And a lot of that stuff hurts us. We just don't recognize it. We don't want to think about it. And by cutting out a few things here and there, Especially if you're finding yourself not feeling good, you can absolutely, absolutely elevate the way you feel, which is important. It means you're not going to be calling off as much. You're not going to be calling in sick. You're going to be happier. And again, for those of you that haven't experienced a healthy lifestyle, it's almost like a religion for some of us. We preach it so much because we want other people to feel as good as we do. I've said it before, I feel better now than I felt most of my life. And I never was an unhealthy person. But as I've really delved into nutrition and really delved into things that make me feel good, that are good for my body, and things that don't make me feel good, and I've learned to cut those things out, I don't miss them. And the rewards of of feeling good far outweigh the rewards of, of whatever that was, that satisfaction of eating or drinking, whatever it was. And that's why... Many of us are like almost like it's like a cult, right? We just want everybody else to feel as good as we do. So today, I did some research and I found a couple, uh, Anthony and Stacy Locascio. They put out a, a handbook uh, called uh, "Food as a Prescription." And as I learned, and we'll talk about uh, today with with the two of them, uh, they both had a journey like many of us do, where they were starting to realize that they were doing some things that weren't doing so great of things for their body. And by doing some research, doing some testing, they cut out a few of these things. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, they started feeling a bit better. Now, I've asked them to come on today because I want to talk about how to do this maybe from the road and talk about it that way in that realm. Uh, And I think, you know, a lot of it's going to go into some of the things we'll talk about down the road about food prepping and those sorts of things. But really, it's I just want to make you guys aware. Many of us don't. We don't think about, gosh, you know, I I feel terrible once or twice. I have a stomach ache. My, you know, I have, I, I have, you know, not to be whatever, I have a, I have a bad bowel movement uh, <laughs> or whatever. You know, these are the kind of things no one wants to talk about. But if you're experiencing that repeatedly, you know, during your life or during the week, that's probably something that's causing it. That's not normal. You shouldn't have stomach aches. You shouldn't be, you know, your joint shouldn't be swollen. You shouldn't have headaches all the time. Normally, if you're experiencing that thing, it probably probably or likely has to do with the food that you're eating. So, like I said, I've got Anthony and Stacy Locascio uh, on the phone. They're going to on the phone on on our on my uh they're actually in what's called the green room. We're so high tech here. We're just like a Hollywood show here, but that's actually what it's called. It's called the green room. They're waiting to talk to us about it. I want to talk to them a little bit about uh their handbook. Again, no affiliation. We're not doing a sponsorship here. I, you guys know I don't believe in that, but these guys really do want to help, and they found it's a really inexpensive thing, so it's not the, the revenue from the book. It's more about talking about what it is that they found that changed their lives. And um, I just as talking with them leading up to this episode and doing just you know a couple of quick conversations, I found them very interesting. They're a really neat couple, and I, it was, I really like talking to them, so I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a really fun episode for you guys to hear, so let me pull them up. Because I, I know they've been patiently waiting, and I had to get this thing kind of set up out here. So 
Let's pull him up here and let's have a conversation about food as a prescription. Let me see if I've got him here. And here we go. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you today? <laughs> Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So thanks for joining me today on, on Travel Evolved. Um, God, I got a ton of questions for you guys, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's, you know, as, as I said in the intro a few minutes ago, as, as you guys heard, you know, this, this, this lifestyle that these travel medical professionals have is so unique, and not everyone in the country understands what they do, but more and more people have with uh, the last you know, year that we've had or so. But I guess I'm just going to jump right in and ask you guys, you know, where did this all come from? What was your start to, you know, to deciding that, that it must have been some kind of a catalyst or something that got you guys moving into the realm of we need to start talking about food and we need to start talking about food as a prescription? Yeah, you know, we both had our own individual experiences. I mean, to just put it out there, I discovered myself internally bleeding at one point wow. in my life, a little over 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I was in my stool. It was really scary. I was on the road. I'm a professional tap dancer. So the traveling thing is very familiar to both of us being dancers and entertainers. Right. And it took about 20 years from when I first discovered I was internally bleeding, seeing doctors, you know, asking nutritionists, going through the whole thing until we really discovered that the trick for me was changing my food and using my food as a prescription instead of prescription drugs. Because with prescription drugs, the side effects could be, you know, you can't sleep, you get a rash, you die, you go into a coma. But for me, the side effect of my prescription drug, and my prescription drug was food, was the elimination or the stopping almost completely of internally bleeding. So that was a big wake-up call for me. And it wasn't until my nutritionist and my wife helped me through the food that I was able to get those positive results. And it kind of inspired us to do the whole book thing because you know, there was no real good guidance out there for me once I realized, aha, this is it. This is what I need to do. Right. So that's my like experience in a nutshell. There's a lot of details to go into, obviously, but that's my experience in a nutshell. Stacey, what about you? Well, initially, I, I had some a, a bacteria in my throat. I got prescribed an antibiotic. Um, Cipro? I, I believe that antibiotic made my dormant autoimmune disorder reappear wow and which is um, one of those side effects when they read all the things you could this that right. and the other thing well yeah. for her the cipro brought out her yeah. autoimmune wow so um, i kind of got sent on a journey <laughs> yeah. and i started with a rheumatologist that happened to not be from this country she was from romania and she presented the blood type diet to me along with western medicine um but that started me down the path of food being the key to changing everything that was happening to me. And I've since been able to stop all prescription medication. For, for context, because I know some people have been on this journey for a long time. And some people this morning find out that they have to go gluten-free or something like that right. to help their health. How long ago did you find out? Well, that was a long... It was about 10 to 11 years ago. Yeah, so the yeah. journey's been the journey's been long. That's one of the reasons why it's so important for us to get information out to people so they don't have to wait as long to find solutions as maybe we yeah. did. So there you, was not right. a lot of research yeah. out there when I first started, and I had to do a lot on my own, and we didn't want other people to have to, to go struggle. through the same amount of time <laughs> of information accumulation that we did. Right, because I mean, um, 10 years so ago... 
10 years ago, things really were prescribed, 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 right? I mean, that's just what we all grew up with. You know, I think yep. I'm probably older than you guys are, but we're maybe, you know, maybe not. We're probably close. <laughs> right. But that's the way life was. You just prescribe, you know, you have this ailment, let's throw this at you. You have this ailment. The next thing you know, you're taking dozens and dozens of prescriptions. Yeah, you're on a cocktail right. of prescriptions. And they have yeah. side effects, like you mentioned, where one thing, you know, is maybe great for helping this ailment, but it's going to cause three other things to happen. And that's kind of the cycle and, you and will very, find yourselves on. Yeah, and it's very important to note early on in the conversation, we are not against medicine. Like, if I break right. my arm, I know a doctor has to set it. I'm not going to be like, food's going to fix my broken arm. <laughs> but at the same time, right. in the development of medical services to the humans, I feel like nutrition wasn't highlighted as much mm -hmm. as it could have been. It was more reliant on the scientists and the drugs rather than maybe some of the other natural elements that could give us a little bit of an easier path to solutions than yeah. a right. drug that could wind up giving you some other side effect. What medicine originally was, yeah. Yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you guys had to, I would imagine that you got some advice from somebody from some, I guess we'd call it Western medicine. I guess it's Western-ish. I don't know yeah. if we if it's the right thing, but... Clearly, you guys probably still had to do, I would imagine, a lot of your own internal research to start to learn more than, I guess, that maybe that was the catalyst that started, but how did, how did this take me down a quick journey as to, you talked with a, with a person from Romania, I believe you said, and then it was, was there more that you had to do on your own so, after that? Yeah, so I, I was doing theater at a local park district community theater, <laughs> and one of the people that I was doing a show with said, I have a person you should see, and I said, Okay. Um, she, this can I, nutritionist. Can I say something about that? Was that because they noticed changes in your body? Um, no, because I was talking about what um, you were going through. What I was okay, going okay. through and what um, my rheumatologist had said to me about the blood type diet and food and all of that. And she said, okay, right. well, if you're into food, you know, changing what's happening to you, I have a Angry nutritionist woman that you should see. Um, she does what's called an EAV screening. And she puts a, me it's, it's through a computer and there's a metal node that you put in one hand. And then in the other hand, she touches different meridian points on your hand hmm. for different foods. And it tells you what affects you and what doesn't, what vitamins you're deficient in and how much, all kinds of things. Right. Um, so that was my very first uh, introduction, really. Besides the blood type diet, I waited six months to get in to see this woman to get wow. these results. And that really sent me on my, my first elimination of specific foods, except for the blood type diet. I was able to narrow it down even further instead of just trying an elimination diet on my own, which can be cumbersome right. and lengthy. It really I, is kind of a slippery slope, I guess, in a good way. I know that I don't care if you're talking about just nutrition in general. Certainly, I don't. I'm not at the level where you guys are at. I'm just trying to, you know, keep this old body in shape. And I learn something every day. And it is amazing to me how you learn one thing and something works or something doesn't work, and you're going, "Wow, that 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 made me feel good, or I have more energy, or this I'm I'm I'm, I'm eliminated this ache and pain." I mean, I'm going to be 55 in two weeks, I think. For now, actually, by the time this is aired, I'll be 55. Happy and birthday! I feel better now than I did. Thank you. I feel better now than I did 20 years ago, and that's yeah. not a joke. I really no. do. 
But I focus. I mean, 20 years ago, let's be honest, when I'm in my 30s, I mean, I just, whatever, you know, drink a yeah, couple sure. glasses of scotch every you night, hang out, have some, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you just don't really think about it. I mean, I, I, for me, I was in midlife, you know, early. I had kids a little bit late, so my kids were really young. And I was focusing on my kids, focusing on, you know, everything but me. Yeah. Yeah, maybe growing a little selfish. And truly, aches, pains, you know, just my overall feeling. I just feel... I feel great right now, and I, yeah. I didn't think I would at this age, and so I think that's part of the the journey. What I'm getting at is that once you start dabbling in stuff, it's pretty fun, and next thing you know, it it, it can be life changing. Yeah. Oh, completely. I, honestly, when I realized I had to change my food, I was like, "Oh crap! What do I do now?" But <laughs> right. it it and and we write we write about these things. It's like instead of concentrating on what you can't eat, write a list of the things you can eat, and that right. changes your attitude and your mindset towards things yeah. like this. Um, having, uh, having Stacy with me made it a lot easier for me to change my food. And luckily enough, my chiropractor was also a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And when he saw me start to put more interest in my food to help myself, he's like, I think it's time that you take a nutrition response test. So while she right. got an EAV screening early on in her experience, my test was a nutrition response test. It's non-invasive mm-hmm. and it's all about energy and how foods and, 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 Different supplements will help or hurt your body, and that was life-changing for me. That right. test was key, was a key element. And I didn't have that test until 20 years into my experience. Yeah. So right. that test was like, blew my mind. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, so tell me, so obviously you guys you guys are doing this, you're getting, you're feeling better, and all of a sudden you get a wild idea that says, hey, we're going to write a handbook and help other people. What, how did that, I mean, we, I mean, again, it's a totally different conversation, but that's an undertaking unto itself because... Now you're going to put yourself out there as an expert, and we're going to tell other people, yeah. and we're going to write a handbook called Food is a Prescription, which is an awesome title. Tell me about that. I mean, what was that decision? You, know, I mean, I mean, I, you guys are nuts, right? <laughs> honestly, being a dancer my whole life, I mean, I've opened up shows for Natalie Cole, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I've hung out with Stevie Wonder. I've played football nice. with Neil Have you? And, and, and oh, He's Tony one of my Randall. favorites. Like, my life has been crazy. <laughs> um, and she's had her own crazy professional guy. experience, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was always told, you should write a book, you should write a book, you should write a book. But also being who I am, I like to help people, enlighten them, empower them, give them, I'm never on one side or the other. I'm always coming up the middle some way that people don't expect and they're like, well, I want to talk to this guy because he says the things I wouldn't expect anyone to say, especially someone right. like him. So that's interesting <laughs> to me, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I was always told you should write a book and I decided this was the thing I wanted to write a book about. Because I was passionate about it, I didn't want to write a 300-page book. But I'm really into writing a 100-page book that has 72 pages of enlightening, empowering mindset, right, th- full, chock full of helpful information, along with a couple of really cool recipes. Because, you know, I'm also no- Italian. I'm known for cooking. And all my friends love my food. And then they were like, oh, shit, now you're going to be making gluten-free food? It's not going to taste like anything. So at first, when we would have people over, they'd be like, I'll bring my own food. And then they'd see my food and be like, can I taste that? I'm like, well, I didn't make enough. It looks like it would be good. It doesn't look look yucky healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And then they taste it. And then they're like, oh, it's delicious. Oh, it's it's." So now, like, all my, like, our friends that still hang out with us or that hang out with us, they don't even eat. They're regular, normie, normal food anymore. Right. They love right. our food. So there was a lot of elements here. We wanted to write a book that would empower people, make them feel like they had their, they had control of their own destiny again, took stress right. and anxiety away from their life. 
you know, and gave them some insight and prescriptions to use food as their prescription and have a positive experience. We kept right. encountering people. Oh, on Facebook. Whether Forget. digitally or in person, that, oh, so-and-so I know just got told they had to go gluten-free. But I'm really unsure. Like, it would mostly be at grocery stores, I would say, and on Facebook. <laughs> right, um, right. What, what, what do I buy? How do I, sure. you know, help this person eat well at my party or... You know, it's my son and he's 10 and he wants to eat, you know, regular chicken nuggets with his friends over at their house. But I how do I, I make this work? Yeah, ultimately, right. we found little tricks in life that mm -hmm. improve the quality of our life, even though we were eating this way. Yeah. So we want so to let's talk about that for a minute, because that's that's an important thing. And obviously, when 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 you and we started talking, I really have been thinking I've done episodes with Travel Insiders, and certainly now that I've moved into Travel Evolved, that, I mean, I, again, I care a lot about these these men and women. As they will tell you, a lot of these guys and gals that are out there, they are caregivers, so they are spending all this time yeah. focusing on patient, patient care, and, and, and they oftentimes, and I've just said this very openly, they don't take care of themselves. They don't right. have time. I can't tell you how many times I've had a, a traveler tell me, a lot of nurses, it seems like, work a 12-hour shift, they literally aren't getting a break. Right. Because yeah. if they take a break... They, they, they can't leave their patient alone at that period of time. So they rush home and they grab some garbage on the way home or yep. run down to the cafeteria, which is so accessible to them that they grab something. So, you know, again, we you briefly touched on it. And I'm a big meal prep guy. I'm a big, you know, first of all, it saves you a ton of money, you name mm -hmm. it. But some quick little tips. I mean, again, we'll get into some more meat and potatoes here in a second. But some quick tips as to how to, I guess, avoid that temptation for somebody that is, Constantly, you know, working. What what's something real fast to eliminate going to fast food and grab grabbing garbage? If if you want a fast food option, believe it or not, there are some out there that are good. Like, um, let's let's talk about. Yeah, it. so like I, I love Chipotle. I do. I love Chipotle. I can have dairy. She can't. I will go into Chipotle. Okay. I will avoid gluten, corn, and soy by just getting simple rice from the back. They have a back line, uh, so it's not cross contaminated from the front. I'll get some plain rice. I'll pick my protein, either a steak or a chicken or carnitas, something that doesn't have soy in it. And I'll just get some sour cream on it because I can't have dairy. And that's it. Three items, really quick. You could find Chipotle anywhere. And none of the things that would make us, that would make me sick are in that, are in that mix. Perfect. So Chipotle's a great one. If you want... And there's, 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 other, there's other chains like that. Yeah, they'll so change their gloves for you. They're very attentive. Five Guys is another one. And, and, and we have so no relation... you say the word allergy, they're like, yeah. okay, let me wash my hands. And nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to right. be clear, we have no relation or affiliation no. <laughs> with these places. It was on right. our backs right. to figure out where we could eat quickly and safely. Well, and we got to say, I'm not getting paid by you guys. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, just even, people helping out. So go ahead. Yeah, even Five, Five guys, guys is a great one. They have a dedicated fry with peanut oil in it just so you know it's peanut oil but it's a dedicated yeah. fryer they change all their gloves it's the only thing you put in a fryer if you're in a rush and you want to grab some fries because it's a nice cheeky little fun thing to eat mm -hmm. grab some fries but grab them from a place you know that they're on the safer side there's no soybean oil there's no corn oil so those are two great fast food ones right another one for me is right. my relationship to fruit has changed when I was a kid, I loved fruit. But then growing up, being in college, grabbing McDonald's, all the other crappy kind of food. Not that I should be labeling things. You know, you eat what you... What, what, you just forget <laughs> about You just forget about things yeah. like a good banana. Like I put bananas back in my life. I put nectarines back in my life. Cherries. I put grapes back in my life. I put cherries back in my life. And those are all items that come in their own container. Right? right? So that works really well with 
going on to like other tricks that we use is a food bag. We both use, she introduced me to a food bag. She carries a food bag everywhere she goes all the time. Tell me. Yeah. Interesting. I want to hear about this. Yeah. Tell me what a food so bag food is. A food bag is predominantly foods that you can eat with a couple of other items like maybe your antibacterial spray, maybe your supplements, maybe... Um, I carry, I have like whatever nuts I want, yeah. something easy. If I need to make a sandwich for where I'm going, I'll put that in there. Um, and now that food I bag try to really everywhere. just keep um, non-perishable items just in there. Because then if I just pick it up, I could just leave. There's always a couple bananas in there. I have something to eat so that I'm not putting myself in a position of not eating anything. And when she goes out to somewhere special. I, I love Yeah, that. if she wants a special item that's yeah. perishable, she'll just throw it in the bag for that trip. Like if we're going out to eat somewhere, we always call ahead. We always get the name of someone. We always ask some very specific questions. We have a food card, which is similar. It has our allergies on it. Whenever we go somewhere, we hand them the food mm. card. So we don't have to go back and forth right. because the server is very busy. Or if you go to a friend or family's house and you're traveling, like when we're traveling, we're traveling right now. We're staying with a friend right now. They ask us a million times, what food could we have for you? We want to have food for you. I'm like, our thank you to you for letting us stay with you is we're going to handle the food for the next couple of days. <laughs> we make the meals. We pick the restaurants. Bonefish is another one. It may not be the fastest food, but Bonefish is very attentive. They know where their soy is. They'll help you avoid gluten. Yeah. You know, you just have to, it takes time. Again, that's why we, we put these right. things in the book, because it takes time to a, a, accumulate all this knowledge. And sometimes that time is by dealing with bad experiences, by, by having what's a relapse right. of, you know, getting glutened and then not feeling well the next day and stuff like that. So you have to put a little time and effort into it. But there's also right. when you put it in there, you, the results and the rewards are great. There's also uh, an app called Find, Find Me, Me Gluten-Free, Gluten which we support I know lot. there's a vegan app. Yeah. Or, there might actually be probably okay. several now. Um, or So let me ask you guys a weird question, because I mean, this is coming from a complete ignorant standpoint. How does somebody know, and I'm just, I've, I've never really asked this question, because how do people know if they have issues with gluten? How do they, how do they know if they, when they have this a food allergy? Because for all I know... I could I could have something that doesn't make me feel good. I don't really think about it. I'm not eating it consistently enough. I'm going. There's I a would connection. say so. Joint talk, inflammation talk us through that. is a really key factor, um, as well as stomach irritation. Um, if you okay. find yourself going to the bathroom unhealthfully close to when you've eaten something. Most likely mm -hmm. that is affecting you. And we talk about a food diary yeah. yeah, so that you can keep track of those things so that you can pay attention to when you feel inflamed. Oh, my hand, my finger joints were a little tight. What did I eat yesterday? You know, yeah, if you had ring, kind of if you thing. had ring dings right. yesterday and today that your joints feel a little bit achy. What's a ring? What's a ring ding? That's a ring What's a ring ding? It's a chocolate cake filled with cream, and it's come and dipped in chocolate coating. <laughs> it's a ring ding or a yolk. Right. I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, that, you know, you know, have to Yeah, that food diary is crucial yeah. when you're trying to figure out what's making you feel better. I like it. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So, I mean, in my life, I've gotten to the point where I barely eat anything. I know it's really weird. My my food intake is boring because. 
for me, it's really about, I mean, no sugar. So I love the food bag idea. I'm a big pistachio mm-hmm. guy. I've learned some nuts are not healthy. I've had people tell me different nuts are good, different nuts are bad. Everyone pretty much is in agreement that pistachios seem to be the best. Of course, they're also the most mm-hmm. expensive, which is ridiculous. Um, I, sugar, I mean, if I need something sweet, I've gone to like a, a you know, like a butterscotch sugar-free mm-hmm. thing that is actually really satisfying. When I drove out from Colorado to California, I had a little bit of those because I'm, you know, my wife would be sleeping. And I'm like going, well, I need something. I'll just uh-huh. grab that, and it's pretty satisfying. And, and I don't, I don't have that sugar craving yeah. at all anymore, which is a tough one to get rid of. Well, it's addicting. Um, so for me, it's kind of like I'm just boring. I mean, it's just protein, vegetables, protein, vegetables, yeah. protein, vegetables. Well, I cut explore, out a lot of dairy. Do you explore dairy. spices? Because I explore oh, yeah. spices oh, in yeah. a whole <laughs> new way. Once I, one of the one of my favorite things about this is I be, I got to 40 years old eating what I ate, and then my pal and then my diet changed. So I got to discover a whole new palette of flavors. Instead of again, instead yeah. of being I can't have this, I can't have that. I was like, oh, I can have dill. I, I've always had dill and pickles, but I didn't think about putting it on my fish. So I can have like a dill, really? garlic, salmon. maple. <laughs> you know, just changed my ideas of things, which was actually lovely. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, so so let's say we're we're gonna, we're gonna talk about your book in a okay. little bit, but so if someone does have these issues, whether it's joint pain, they're having, you know, issues using you know going to the bathroom or just upset stomach yeah. all the time. I mean, obviously, that's not yeah. normal. I will tell you, and I'm just being probably way too candid. I don't ever have any trouble that that's way great. at all. I mean, I'm healthy, like never. I don't have an upset stomach. I never have a You're tummy eating ache, well. ever, ever, ever. I mean, ever. I had a colonoscopy about a month ago, and the doctor said. Best looking colon yeah. I've seen all, all month, and I see 20 a day. And I was like, all right, all right. I got a great colon. I mean, I don't, well, I don't know what that might I came back and told my wife, great colon. What you're here, doing man. makes a difference, and you could see it. In your <clears throat> well, he just got done ripping a, a teenager, an early college kid, across the hall. I mean, unfortunately, you could hear in the pack you. He was telling the kid, you got to eat yeah. better, son. I mean, he was eating fast food. And this was when I was going into pre op. I come back out, he swings by, and I was, I mean, just for me, that was a victory because, you know, I'm at the age right. where you don't know. And to have a have a you know uh, uh, and somebody to do an endo on you saying hey you're in good shape I'm telling you I, and I people out there can listen to us and believe us it is absolutely about your diet and as you get older and you're in you know people say abs are built in the kitchen yeah. they are trust me at 55 that's you're not doing them doing sit ups and crunches you're doing them by not putting yeah. a right. bunch of crap in your body all the time that just inflames your everyone's got abs exactly. you just got a layer right. of fat in yeah. front of it you can't see that's them right, right? <laughs> you know what i mean there's no very few of us actually have muscles in our abs all it is is you get you're so thin there that it thinks wow that guy or that gal's got abs yeah. no we all have them yeah. you just can see them on you because you're not covered in it so all right so Obviously, you guys, you got in this 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 journey. Let's say someone is is gonna gonna look at your handbook and and start taking some advice. Maybe check some of the recipes out. Give me an idea of what they can expect as far as some you know results. How fast? Oh. And and you know, I would imagine almost instantly you're gonna see some so, some some feel better at least. Tell me what I what they can expect. I think that the first thing someone should do is either if they've already been diagnosed or if they're just curious about it, get see someone about finding out what's good for you because we all yes. have completely different Everybody's DNA, different. which means that every single thing that we put into our bodies is different for each person. Yeah. doesn't now, matter what it is. It can be the same, something different for your sister than for you. Yeah. And I think that that's mm-hmm. what people have to start to realize is that it's going to be personalized yes. to them and what works for someone else isn't the you can't just follow a roadmap. You have to find your own roadmap 
by getting the testing done. Um, yeah, and we, a, we suggest the um, the nutrition response, response test. test. But I, I want to jump in on that as well. As far yeah. as seeing results, I'll tell you a couple of things. When I first changed my food this way, I lost about 30 pounds in about two and a half months. It was astonishing. So wow. for me, that was a That's big awesome. deal. My skin, <clears throat> a lot of people have skin irritation. My skin cleared up. I know that sometimes dairy, I think, affects me a little bit in that way, although it doesn't show up on my tests. But the soy definitely does. When I get soy in me, I see it in my, see the skin irritation. So when you start taking these things out of your life, you're going to see improvements, and fairly quickly. Some people see improvements and feel different within a couple of days. Yeah. If gluten is blocking you intestinally-wise, and you take it out, within three, four, five days later, you're feeling better. Some people say they go through what feels like withdrawals. Because you're taking what essentially right. to your body is poison out of your system. And when you take these poisons out of your system, you feel like you're going through withdrawal. So everyone, like I agree with Stacey yeah. 100%. Everyone has a different, you have a different fingerprint, you have a different DNA, you have a different health system. So you're going to have different <clears throat> results. Right. But you will see positive changes. Mm -hmm. Some of those positive right. changes could be in your skin. Some of them could be in your gut. <clears throat> some of them could be in your mood. So everyone is different. I, I, you guys hit the nail on the head. I, I tell you... Uh, the one thing I learned and the last thing for my health, my overall health was yeah. that sugar I was talking about. And I worried about it because it yeah. was a, a late night thing. I was like, well, I'm not eating. I'm not eating fat. I don't like chocolate. I don't like ice cream. I liked freaking oh, yeah. jelly That's like you know sucking on that sugar. That was my yeah. go-to thing. I could, eat, I could eat a fistful of them. And people are surprised when they hear that. That was my thing. Everyone that's ever listened to me knows that. So cutting that out, I did. I, I felt I was kind of worried. Yep. It was almost like it a is. drug. It sounds crazy. But I learned... Overall skin quality, there's two things. You get rid of sugar and you actually need yeah. real animal fats and you actually look younger. I mean, again, it's if people want to know a secret to looking younger, get rid of sugar. I'm also an, a, a bad, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big fan yeah. of yep. cancer. I don't know yep. many people that do. Sugar it yes, loves it does. cancer. Cancer loves sugar. It loves yeah. Cancer yeah. loves sugar, I should say. They are in cahoots. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's I, I can hear you on the on the on the withdrawal. It is it is true because you do feel it. But what's amazing though, it's like anything else. You get through it yeah. relatively quickly and it's gone. It's gone. And I do recommend for those people out there listening to us, if you do have sugar issues, do sugar free stuff. If you just need that sweet, do sugar free. Fruit's a decent example too. You could get go get your fructose that way. But try to go with something sugar-free, and you'll be surprised. Just be, careful. Just be careful with the sugar-free that you're not replacing it with a lot of chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. It's it's more. What I did is I just used it very sparingly, right? Yeah. And then it all went away because right. it doesn't taste as good. So pretty soon you're like, yeah, you can like, I really need that. I'll tell you yeah. with the sugar thing. The first thing I did was early, early on in my experience was I realized how many products use high fructose corn syrup yeah. and that was the first thing i eliminated from my diet that was an it's fairly easier thing to eliminate yeah. and i felt differences in my mood yeah. and things like that um but high fructose corn syrup is even in things like cough syrup and cough medicine and, and cough drops right. and when i found it in there i was like or, he or healthy protein yeah, bars that are yeah. loaded with them so or, you know, cliff bars. That's a fairly like that. easy one to start to re find, recognize, and remove. And it goes in association with something we try to teach people early on who change their food for their benefit of their, you know, food as a prescription, um, is read everything. Mm -hmm. Read everything you put in you and on you. Because just the act of reading it 
gives you so much insight and knowledge. You just never thought about reading this stuff before. But you start doing that, you start sure, to see patterns, sure. and then you start to discover little things that are easy to change, and it sets you off on the path in a successful direction with a positive mindset, and that's key. Gotcha. All right, so where, where can people Our get handbook? your I mean, handbook? Honestly, where, where's the best place they can get? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cool. give you, let's give you, you know, guys I a plug. I mean, first of all, you didn't, you didn't come. You guys came <laughs> on to help us, which I appreciate. You didn't really come when, on to plug it, your book, comes, but I mean, I'm a, listen. If people yeah, are when what it you guys comes are seeing, where do they get If you want it quick, quick and easy, especially if you're traveling and you need it like that next day deal in the hotel you're at or your Airbnb, you can get it on um, Amazon. Amazon, right? So you get it on Amazon, but it's also on okay. Barnes and Nobles. It's on. There's a digital version of the book, so you can read it on your. Right, on your digital Kindle. Kindle. Yeah. And it's not expensive. Yeah, it's, it's not expensive. It's, it's also um, on in any bookstore, right? So people like to have this this book in their hands. They want to they wanna read the, 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 the recipe and use it like that. So um, you could go to any bookstore and just ask for it. We have an ISBN number and people could get it. In- and it's called Food as a, Food as a Prescription. Absolutely. So people know, because I don't know if I've actually said that. The book, the, the yeah, and you could get it in your... Oh, you, Anthony and Stacy bookstore okay, wherever you wherever you're at, but you could also get it digitally. And you, yeah. if you forget or whatever, you can find us at foodasaprescription.com. And if you go there, if you go there, like we do the whole thing, give us your email, and we'll give you six free recipes, and we'll follow it up with a free food diary. Yeah. So if you just want to dabble and kind of get an idea of what we have to offer, you could do some of that before investing in the book. Let me ask you a really weird question. So is there a risk if someone doesn't have a food allergy of some kind, it, cutting out flour, cutting out gluten, is, can that create gluten intolerance and that sort of thing? What's, I'll what tell you what. you learned about that? Or the whole thing here is, actually, is the, it's a big question. And without get, diving deep into that question is what is really making us all sick? Is it the food or is it the new way that food has been processed over the last 25 years of our lives? Right. So and there's really I haven't been able to get down to the bottom. I have suspicions, but I haven't been able to get down to the bottom of that. Uh So I will say this. Wheat now is treated in ways it wasn't treated when I was a kid. So if you don't want to put those chemical corn, corn, dairy, it's so if you don't want to put those extra chemicals into your body, it's not going to hurt you to cut them out. It's not going to hurt you to cut them out. We don't know anyone that it's hurt to cut these things out. I mean, you know, the the side effects are loss of weight. Uh, you know, uh, less uh, restriction, better exactly. bowel, feeling exactly. better, no I headaches, can't find no one joint person pain. who's eliminated these things and said, nah, I don't like it. I'm going back. But again, right. that's all conjecture. That's right. all our own personal experience. And I think people should, you know, you want to be kind sure. to yourself. Take a moment. Try some of these things. Learn about yourself. That's the best way to get down to the bottom of it. And I've never met anyone who took the, took any of these things out and was disappointed. If anything, they say. Wow, I feel so much better. I didn't expect that. And I would just say, right. pay so attention to right, the nutrients that you are putting in you. Mm-hmm. If, if you're eliminating something that was giving you a specific kind of nutrient, let's say iron, make sure that you're now feeding yourself with the leafy greens that are rich in iron. And, you know, make sure you're getting the proper nutrients. Like I have friends who are vegan, but they eat Oreos because they're vegan, but they're laden with chemicals (laughs) and yucky grossness. 
So you right. have to be nutritional. That sounds about like a college well. student, right you there. You know, you can't just. I do. I do. <laughs> really, I, do, I do really want to say that you had touched on this before. You're talking about. A, we're talking to a lot of your audience now that takes care of other people. Yeah. You have to take care right. of yourself first if you want to be your best self Oxygen in order to airplane. offer your best self to other people. Yeah, what the oxygen That's on the exactly airplane. Yeah. Analogy. You gotta, I, you know, I love it, Stacey. It's exactly you gotta what I'm take saying. care of yourself yes. if you want if you want to have take your best life and yeah. to be able to take care of others. You know, being in that bad place for yourself is not Absolutely. gonna help you be in the best place for the care of others. Mm-hmm. So it's important that if you want to try taking these things out, give it a shot, see how you feel, and then you'll realize how other people feel when you, how many, I'll, I'll give you the best example I can think of right now. How many healthcare workers do you know smoke? Yes. More yes. than I And, than and I'm going to plug a book right now because I was smoking two packs sense. a day and I read this book and it changed my life. Yeah, I know. I read a book called The Easy Way or The yeah. Easy Method by, by um, Carr. Carr, somebody Carr, and I stopped smoking. And it was like, wow, oh, wow. I was so happy just by reading a book. And it had a lot to do with mindset. And think about how many people yep. could help, you know. When you're when you're helping others, you think about that cigarette. I gotta go outside and have that cigarette. You come back, you smell like that cigarette. It's Alan Carr's easy way yeah. to it's stop smoking. smoking. So smoking. I do want to put that out there for for all the healthcare professionals that can't figure out how to stop that thing from happening to themselves, which is being addicted and craving that next nicotine fix. I stopped. I was smoking Newport 100s two packs a day. I read this book. And oh, completely oh, stopped. Uh, uh. Well, I shouldn't say completely stopped smoking. I became a non-smoker again. Yeah. So any of you out there that are listening to this that can't figure out how to stop that thing from happening, get this book. It'll change your book. life. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Well, I mean, again, you guys hit the nail on the head. This is why I wanted to have you guys on. Um, I, I really appreciate your time today. This was uh, this was informative. Like you, you hit the nail on the head, Anthony. It, it's it is. Mm. These people take such good care of other people. And a lot of my, my podcast, a lot of my YouTube channel, this series, this show, whatever we're going to call it, is dedicated to more than just making money and how to find right sentence. It's about yeah. being the best version of yourself you can because I think that that's part of it. These guys have a, a wonderful opportunity to go out and go where they want to go, to pick and choose the locations, to, to pick and choose the hospitals and facilities they want. And part of that is being healthy being happy and it, it's hard when you're sitting there like yeah. you said eating bad food smoking a cigarette <laughs> that doesn't even, no, that doesn't but, even sound but so many good of us anybody, do it right? and so all we need is a way out sometimes all yeah. we need is one person to offer us a way out so now you have the three of us offering all of you out there listening a way out yeah. we love you we want to help you we want you to to That's get the right. most out of life because you give so much to it it's, it is a game changer, and I'm telling you, it, for people that have never experienced being healthy and feeling good, it's it, it's the most important thing. Oh, Ask yeah. anybody in their 80s what they'll tell you. They all say, it's all about health. Well, why don't we think about that when we're in our 60s, our 50s, our 30s, our 40s? You know what I mean, it, we just don't, and it's important. And we start now, you'll, you'll be feeling really, really great. So, guys, I can't thank you both enough. Again, uh, food as a prescription, and it's with uh, with Anthony and Stacy. Locatio, I, that. That I was great. that name wrong, but I, but uh, I died. It's good. So, guys, check it out. These guys are good friends of mine, and, and they'll help you out a lot. Yeah. So, 
Guys, I appreciate you. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. It's good to see you guys. Well, there you go. So there you have it. Um, I told you they were colorful. Good, good folks. Good people. Um, they really do care. That's why they they wanted to create that handbook. And it's more than like I, like we said in the thing. It's more than just about a handbook. It's really about helping people experience what they experienced. Um, it is it is a decision, as Anthony said, and, and Stacy was right there with it. It's it is something where you guys have to recognize. Like I said in the in the introductory before we got on board, that maybe some of the things you're doing to yourself might not be good for you. I mean, if, again, if you're experiencing, you know, issues with your stomach, is issues with your in, ingestion, issues with, you know, joint swelling, like like Stacy said, or headaches. There's probably a food cause to that. I mean, what else could it be? I mean, obviously you can have some things, uh, you know, hereditary or you name it, but. Think about that. I love the idea of a, of a food diary. I think that was really important. You don't necessarily have to write things down. If you have the time and you can, I would. But definitely keep nothing less than a mental note to say, hey, I didn't feel good today or I don't feel good right now. What did I just recently put in my body? Uh, maybe it was alcohol. Maybe it was a, a, a very high fatty um, you know, meal. Maybe it had to do with a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of process. Maybe you went to a Mexican restaurant, you had a whole bunch of tortilla chips, but you had a healthy meal, but you weren't thinking about what you had beforehand. Little things like that uh, can cause you to start to question and see a routine that is actually causing you to have some issues. And that's what it's all about. And again, guys, I know that lots of times we talk a lot about money. We talk a lot about finding the right assignments. I beat the crap out of agencies all the time. I love beating up you know, recruiters because they're an easy target. But some of this stuff really is about taking your game and elevating it to a new level as a traveler. And let's be frank, when you're on the road, I, I used to travel, like I said, for a living in a, in, a, in a different, when I first got in this industry, actually. And it is hard. It is hard to make good decisions. It's hard not to because you go to a restaurant and that's all they have. Or you run down or it's late at night and you've worked your shift and you're getting off at 7 o'clock in the morning and there's limited options. You have to really focus on it. But if you guys start to recognize some of the habitual things that you're doing that are causing some problems, like like Anthony said, you guys may find some results really, really quickly. And that will be a, a jump start to what else can I do? What else can I tar- start to take out of my diet that might help? Like he said, I, I honestly didn't know the answers. I mean, what if you take things out that aren't hurting you? Well, the things they're talking about taking out, really probably aren't that great for you anyway. So taking them out probably isn't going to hurt you. You know, a a thousand years ago, you know, we weren't really meant to be eating processed, you know, corn chips like I just mentioned. It wasn't a thing. So we do it now and we have a lot of obesity in our country. We have a lot of heart disease. We have a lot of, you know, you name it. Hmm, I wonder where that's all coming from, right? Guys, as always, I appreciate you taking the time to, to watch and listen to me. Again, as you know, I am trying to mix this up to give you guys some really good content that, that gives this, uh, this show, I don't know what else to call it, to give Travel Evolved uh, some really good meaning for you. And I hope that in every episode there's something that someone learns. I learned some, a lot of stuff from both of these two today. And it was really that's why I wanted to have the episode because I'm I'm constantly looking to see what I can find that might change the way I feel and and you know again as I get older I know it's going to be harder and harder for me to you know stay healthy it just flat flat out is so I can't thank them both enough for joining me I hope you guys had fun 
Thank you guys all for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for subscribing to your favorite platform that you listen to podcasts on, and we're on more and more every week. And uh, again, I, I think this was a fun episode. I really enjoyed them today. That was good. So guys, I will catch you next time on Travel Evolved.